In case you missed the big announcement on last week's episode, Themis Bar Review is now the official season sponsor for Legally NYC. You may be thinking, why is a bar review company sponsoring a podcast that is focused on law school life? Well, the easy answer is that Themis is so much more than just bar prep. Their resources for law school are second to none, not to mention they are free. They have law school essentials courses for 1Ls and for those in their 2L or 3L years. Each course features online videos, comprehensive outlines, and even practice questions so you can test your knowledge before it's tested on your final exams and eventually on the bar exam. If you haven't seen a Themis attorney rep on your campus and are looking for free law school essentials materials, sign up for it at themisbarsocial.com slash legally NYC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Besties and bitches, welcome to another episode of Legally NYC Podcast. This is your host, Erin, as always. Um, This is a solo episode today, so it will just be me. We're going to do a little chatting. We're going to do a little catching up. But mainly what we're here to talk about today is how I am going to study abroad in Rome for the fall sem- the fall 2023 semester of law school, which is my second to last semester. So my first semester of my last year in law school is so my first semester of 3L year, first semester of my third year, whatever you want to call it, my second to last semester in law school. And it's just like a little bit insane that I decided to do this, but you know, I make a lot of insane and impulsive decisions. This is what it is. This is what living with ADHD is. We make, I wonder, maybe I should challenge myself to go the rest of the episode without mentioning ADHD, but I won't be able to. I'm incapable of it. Um, It's just, it's just, I can't not talk about it. I'm realizing. Anyway, that's um, my brain going off in other places. But yeah, so that's what we're talking about today. And just, you know, I'm a little bit wired because I got a Panera charged caffeine charged lemonade today or lemon pink lemon and mint strawberry lemon and mint drink strawberry lemonade and mint drink with guarino anyway I love them I'm obsessed with them I did not take my ADHD meds today but um okay anyway so let's get into the episode So first, let's just do a little like catch up, a little recap, what's going on this summer, because my past two episodes have been guest episodes, one with just my sister when we were talking about manifesting and karma, and then, oh my god, the one last week, I'm so sorry, it was literally so chaotic, 
I didn't bring my laptop home. I just have my work laptop and I didn't bring a mic home. I'm dumb. Um, I'm going home again this weekend. Maybe I'll bring a mic home and record an episode while I'm home. Well, I'll bring a mic home to leave there, but maybe I'll record one while I'm home because I have two mics, so I'll leave my old one in New Hampshire. Um, but anyway, so updates. So we're going to be talking about Rome. So like basic update. I am studying abroad in Rome. That's like finalized. So right now I'm in the process of doing things for that. But other things going on right now. I'm about a month into my summer internship now. Is it a month? When did I interview for this? When did I start this position? I feel like I'm like a month in. I like hang on. I, I like need to check my calendar. So anyway though, um, while I'm checking that, while I scroll back to see when my first day was... Um, never mind. I found it. That was really fast. The 13th. Yes. So I'm a month in tomorrow. So tomorrow is like, I've been there a month. Well, I guess today is like the end of the month. So I've been there for a month. Anyway, so I've been doing my summer internship for a month and I really like it. Um, I'm still not great at working from home. I'm not going to lie. I think a lot of people are worse at working from home than they are in the office. And by like not good at working from home, I mean, I like, I get distracted really easily, which like, you know, that's like assumed for someone with ADHD that they're easily distractible but like I'm way more easily distractible at home than like in the office and that's whether I take my meds or not like it's just it's always harder at home and it's because you know there's so many things around me I'm like oh I could do this and like things just remind me of other things I need to do but um I'm working on it um but so today that's why like in the afternoon I was like I I didn't take my meds this morning because I didn't eat until one because I was just like distracted and then it was too late to take my meds at that point because I was like I'm gonna take them it's gonna be good I'll take them I have to record a podcast after you know so I have to be productive and I was like no I will literally never go to sleep if I take these at 1 p.m because I take extended release stimulants so even though they like calm my brain in a way it still like keeps my brain like awake and focused so even though it like calms it so there's less thoughts it's like I'm still like wide awake when I take them because it kind of is like a major dose of caffeine but without like the jitteriness that um caffeine gives me so I'll still so I'm like awake and like focused it's like kind of confusing but um so I'll be like tired but awake but focused so it's like not a good mix so I was like I can't take my meds but then like a couple more hours I was like I like can't get myself to focus on this research I'm doing for my boss so I was like you know what we're just gonna take a little break we're gonna walk to Panera we're gonna go grab a little charged lemonade um and we're gonna come back and we're gonna focus and um so I had a lot of caffeine this afternoon and I don't think I should drink the rest of it though it's so tasty maybe just one more sip but um so if you guys know um, how, like what they put in these, like I know it's caffeine, but I don't believe it. <laughs> I said to my friend today, I was like, I wonder if the amount of caffeine they put in these charged lemonades is like equivalent to how the like the stimulant effect that cocaine would have on me because it's just like so much. But like I was focused. I got the research done. I found the answer to her question. Like I... I was like insanely focused once I took it so like it was not once I took it once I got this caffeine so tomorrow morning I either need to take my stimulant when I get up or I need to um have one of these in the morning and like drink it throughout the day because I think if I drank one of these over the entire day instead of in like a three hour span in the afternoon I would not be wired I'd probably just be focused um I kind of have a headache now from all the caffeine so I have switched to drinking water 
I'm also trying to drink more water again because my skin has been hating me. <sighs> have any of you used the, if any of you have used the wet and wild like skin tint that like people will say like compares to like the Ilia one. I, I, I think it's Ilia. I think that's how you say it. I got that and it's like really good. It looks really good, but I think it's been making my skin break out. So, um, I think I need to stop using it because like, yeah, maybe my skin's gonna look glowy with it on, but if it's gonna make it break out, then like it's not, it's not worth it. So, um, so I think I need to stop using it. So I'm gonna do that. And I didn't go to work today. So like I didn't have makeup on all day. I did like a sheet mask for my last like 30 minutes of work. Um, but so my skin hates me. That's an update. My job is good though. I was saying I like it. I like both of my bosses because it's a small firm with just like two partners and a paralegal. They're looking for a new associate right now. But because um, they did have one, but she went to go practice another area of law. So they're looking for a new one. But so it's a really small firm, but I really like them. I've gotten to go to court with one of my bosses a lot. I sat in on a mediation with her, um, with my other boss. I was sat in on like four way um meeting so that's like not an official mediation but like the other party like came into the office with her attorney and we like talked through things um so I've gotten to sit in and it's useful to them because then I can take notes they don't have to worry about taking down really good notes or if they need me to type up like a quick little um agreement so I typed up like a short little what's the word I'm looking for um it was like a list of just like four things that they agreed on in the mediation so I like typed that up so that was like cool to be like mm, I just made something that they like signed that's gonna go into their um their divorce agreement eventually like it's gonna kind of be a part of it so that was really cool even though like they're telling me what to say I was still like I was the one that did it um but anyway so it's been really cool I really like it they're really great and I don't dislike family law as much as I thought when I worked at the firm I worked at before law school I was like I don't like this it's just like a mess and dramatic but it's like kind of cool and my one of my bosses does these cases where she represents the child so she's the attorney for the child which I don't know if that's a thing in other states in other states they'll have like a gal a guardian ad litem um but in New York those are like two different things I think they also do have gals here sometimes but she's an attorney for the child so she is appointed by the court I believe and then she gets paid like by the court by the state um at the end of the cases so I thought that was really cool because sometimes gals I think in some states might be volunteer positions but this is like paid for by the state because they're like this child like needs someone representing their best interest and not worrying about the parents instead of the court just being like what's in the best interest you have the attorney for the child so the child actually has their own attorney which is really cool um so but so I really I've got to sit in on a lot of um appear court appearances for that and I think that's really cool there's a trial going on right now it's a big trial where it's like it's a custody battle and it's one where my a boss is an attorney for the child so I got to go to a date for that this week and then we have three court dates for that next week three trial days Tuesday Wednesday Thursday so it's really cool to do that and I just take notes and then help her with anything else like she needs to show some videos so I pulled the videos up and stuff um so it's really cool getting to be in the courtroom for a child and I got to like watch her cross-examine the forensic psychologist or I'm not sure if he's a psychiatrist. I think I think he has an MD, so I think he's a psychiatrist. I'm not sure, though. It could be a psychologist. Maybe it was a PhD. Um, but either way, so that was really cool to watch her cross-examine him um, from the perspective of trying to figure out what's, like, best for the child. So it's really cool. So I like it. So that's my update about that. Um, 
I still want to do immigration law in some way, but I think I'm going back to wanting to do it pro bono because you can't make a lot of money in immigration really. And like, I want to be well off so I don't have to like worry and be struggling about like, where can I afford to live? Especially if I do end up staying in the New York area because it's so expensive here. Um, and also, you know, I want to like buy fun gifts for my mom and stuff and my family. So I want to like make money if I pay. And also I paid so much money for law school. Like I have a lot of loans to pay off. So I need to be making a good amount of money. It's not like I had a parent or that paid for like all of my expenses while I'm in law school. Like even though I have a good scholarship, it covers most of my tuition. Even if it covered all my tuition, like living expenses are so expensive in New York. So, um, so I need to be paid well for that. So I think, but I think I'm back to wanting to do immigration work pro bono because I like, I want to make money. So I'm not like, oh, I have to worry about like being able to pay my bills. Like I don't want to have to worry about that. I want to be able to like have enough money that I can like donate to causes that I care about. So it's like kind of my choice, how much money I'm using on myself and then getting to choose where I want the money to go um, and like who I want to help out, which like, you know, I love to donate to things. I'm always like, whenever it's like, you want to up a dollar? Do you want to donate a dollar? I'm like, I have to, even though I'm broke. So I try to do that less because I do need to save money. But one day I will have a lot of money and I will be able to donate um, whenever and whatever I want. But at this point, you know, we're not there yet. But the other thing is that I don't want to make money off of people in immigration because I want to be helping the people that need help. And those often are the people that don't have a lot of money. That's not always the case. And in business immigration, um, that's not necessarily the case because a lot of times you might be working for a company in a way. Like you're helping them do like the paperwork to like bring someone in to work for them. But I don't necessarily, I don't really want to do business immigration. I want to do like family-based immigration or like people that are here um, like seeking asylum and stuff, um, refugees, that type of thing. So I think I want to do pro bono work like you know help keep families together so I think I'm back to wanting to do pro bono work for immigration and then maybe I'd do family laws like my career my full-time job um but yeah so you know I like but I like I like the office I'm in I like the people I work with and I don't hate family law like I thought I would because I didn't love it in the past like it's really interesting and the cases where my boss the attorney for the child is really cool um so that's my updates with work um other thing like so I'm going to Rome but not just that I'm also our lease up so we have to move out of this apartment so I went through my closet this past weekend to like clear out clothes that I don't wear and that I want to get rid of so I'm either going to let me know if any of you have used thread up so I've sold things on Poshmark so my first idea was that I was going to put everything up on Poshmark for like the next couple weeks and whatever doesn't sell by the time it's move out I'm just going to bring it and donate it to like Goodwill or to another um, thrift store organization around here um, but my other option was if any of you have used thread up let me know I know you can order like a, a bag from them a closet clean out bag and you send them all yourself and they'll do like kind of po- kind of the Poshmark thing so you make a bit less money because they'll take a bigger cut since they're doing more of the work but at the same time then like me who is someone with executive functioning issues um, with ADHD And like just that I'm so busy doing other things right now, it would be nice to not have to worry about like taking the pictures and putting the things up and like we're like dealing with any offers and stuff like thread up would just like sell the things and then they can either send back the things that aren't going to be put up for sale or they're going to 
or they recycle them for you. So if any of you know more about that, I want to know if they like donate them somewhere or what they mean by recycle. I'm going to try to do my own research, but if anyone knows so I don't have to do the research, that would be really nice. Um, so I'm thinking about doing that just because like I am busy and like oh, doing that and everything like stresses me out but maybe I'll put some things on Poshmark I don't know because so I've got like some nice pairs of jeans and stuff that just don't fit me anymore um and some like nice work pants and things so and like dresses and stuff that don't fit sure and just some things I don't wear anymore but so let me know if you guys have heard of thread up but so those are my updates I think I've started to I cleared out my closet as my first step in like the move out process so then I'm not taking things with me that I want to get rid of anyway so I'm like dealing with that now a couple weeks in advance so I won't have to worry about that when I'm packing everything else up um talked to my mom today she said maybe they come down and like take some things from me um, I mean, I go home this weekend. It's my grandparents' 60th anniversary tomorrow. So we're having, they're doing something tomorrow. They want to like renew their vows at church and then do a little breakfast, but I can't be there. But they're, my family was planning to do something on the Saturday anyway. So I'm just going home for 24 hours. I've rented a cart, got a great deal on Expedia, 40 bucks. And like I had an issue last time I rented with Hertz. Um, but I did it again and I just like didn't book my times anywhere near drop off like closing time because that was my problem last time with the drop off and them not actually knowing where other locations were to drop the car if that one was closed like they thought there were locations that existed that didn't like the customer service it was in their system that a location existed that literally hadn't been there the other guys told me in like 10 years so um by the other guys I mean the other car rental place at the airport so I had some issues and when I went to pick up they were like understaffed so it took me like 40 minutes or more to get my rental like I was supposed to have it way sooner but so this time though I've rented it for in the morning and drop off in the morning so it'll be a 24 hours so it won't be close to closing time so hopefully there won't be a bunch of people trying to grab a car right before they close um so I can just do a quick pickup so I'm gonna get there early too so I'm going home just for 24 hours but so I'm gonna take some stuff with me to start kind of moving out which is stressing me out so I'm stressed about moving out if you have any tips let me know I haven't decided if I'm selling all my furniture I'm selling a good amount of it I don't know about my bed or my dresser and um I convinced my my tall friend to help me come take my wallpaper down so that's really nice um but yeah so that's stressing me out but anyway I think those are my updates for right now. So let's get into the main chunk of the episode and talk about study abroad. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDSE. Okay, so study abroad in Rome. So I've mentioned a couple times on here. I've talked briefly about how I've decided I was studying abroad in Rome, but I haven't fully gone through like the process of how like how I decided I wanted to go abroad why I decided to go abroad and why I specifically decided to go to Rome and kind of what my whole thought process was for that and even what the application process was for it I just thought of that part now it's not what I was planning to talk about and how I'm preparing for it because 
as you know, I am a procrastinator. I have a lot of trouble getting myself to prepare for things before they are hitting me in the face because they are like happening that soon. So <laughs> because of that, per my therapist's advice, I have broken things down into tiny steps of what I can do. So I'll be like, okay, so instead of just being like, get ready to go abroad, I'm like, okay, I had to make a visa appointments like I did that. So we'll talk about though how I'm preparing. But first, let's just talk about study abroad in law school. Why do it? Why am I doing it? Um, so why do it? You can have your reasons. Anybody can have their own different reasons. Why am I doing it? I decided to go abroad, like to go abroad in general, because I did not study abroad in undergrad. It was a big program at my school, but I just wasn't at a point, I think, where I felt comfortable like being in a different country from my family. Like I I just wasn't at a point in my life, I think, where I was like, I could do that. Like, I would have fun with that. Like, no, the thought of that stressed me out. And I, I think it's partly because I was already, like, away in San Diego. So I was, like, away from my family so much. And that was so far. And, like, going back and forth from there was a lot. But I think being, like, back on this coast and being um, just in New York where it's easy to get home, I, like, see them all the time. It's, like, being away for three months. I'm like, it's fine. I see them all the time. And also just, like, I don't feel like I'm so far away and then going, like, further away. Um, also, having Lorelai, game changer, obviously. She's, like, changed my life, you know? She's reduced my anxiety, maybe equally as much as my Lexapro. They might have been, like, a 50-50. I don't know how we've gotten to this point because I started Lexapro and got Lorelai around the same time. I got Lorelai, and then, like, two weeks later, I went to the doctor, and she was like... <laughs> antidepressants I mean and she said anti-anxiety meds and I said I don't know about that and she said mm, uh, I was like okay she was like I'm just gonna prescribe them you don't have to take them and when you take it just take half the first time and I was like okay it's terrifying experience but um anyway so I got in Lorelai right before that so they kind of came about together so um anyway so I'm a changed person because I'm not as anxious of a person as I used to be like sometimes certain things will make me anxious but I'm not walking around in a state of anxiety with like OCD intrusive thoughts where I'm like what if this what if that like constantly you know they'll still happen sometimes I'll still be like what if Lorelai just got hit by this car and it's like that's not a normal thought to have um that's an intrusive thought and that would be the anxiety OCD thing but um I function much better than I used to <laughs> I am no longer crippled. I no longer have panic attacks every day. So I'm just, and I'm in like, so I'm in like a more secure like mental space and like my confidence even of like being on my own. Being in New York, I think like a game changer for me for some reason, like I'm just much more confident being here than I was in San Diego. And that could have been because it was undergrad. You know, it was my first time being away from home. And then I got to go back home for a bit. And then I was like ready to come here. Like I was ready to be in New York and like move out. And I've now been in the same like apartment for two years, the same like neighborhood. I didn't have like a housing issue with like roaches and stuff that happened in the middle of the experience, like with San Diego. So it's been like a good experience for me being in New York. Um, so I think that's part of why I'm like, I think I could be in Rome. I think I could do it. And having, and I mentioned Lorelai because not only that she helps me be less anxious, but that like I will have her with me. So the consistency, the, the, cons, the consistency, that sounds like I'm talking about like the consistency of food. Um, she is like my constant. So like here I have Lorelai. In New Hampshire, I have Lorelai. In Rome, I will have Lorelai. So it's like I still have 
her with me wherever I am and it's like having that constant is like just kind of grounding and having that like emotional support that she offers as an emotional support animal (laughs) um but no actually so like having her big like game changer like I don't think like I I already like second guess myself all the time I'm like why the fuck am I going abroad like what am I doing I do know one girl from Cardozo that's going um her boyfriend's going to be going with her though she had told me they're looking for a place together but I will like have her there where we could I'll probably ask her like what classes she's gonna take and we don't have to finalize our classes until we're there we should look before we get there they said and like shop around but um it's not like here where you kind of have your classes finalized and you like might change it most people don't like you really can like shop around the first couple weeks and figure out what you want to take so um so I'll have someone that I know there which is big but I was maybe like I might have done it anyway I'm not sure I couldn't say um but having Lorelai that's I think that's like really it but so I've like second guessed anyway like not going with someone like I moved here with Megan and I think part of moving here with Megan is also why like New York went better for me because I moved in with someone that I knew so like like we've been friends since middle school so that allowed me to have a better experience here because we could like fall back on each other um and also that Rome is such a short program so it doesn't stress me out as much it's only a three-month program classes start October 1st and they're done before Christmas so I have to go out about they said a week to 10 days early um, because there'll be like an, they called it, she called it a conference, but I think she means like an orientation for international students. Um, she said for us to like to get to meet each other and everything beforehand, exchange like contact information, all that fun jazz. But um, so I have to get out there a bit early for that. But other than that, like um, it's just like a three month program. So I think that's also why I'm like, I can do this. So, but even with the getting out there early, it still is just about three months because if I'm getting out there about 10 days early, that's like the 20th, 21st, and I'll be done by like 23rd, 24th. So, um, it still is just like a month and a couple, three months and a couple days. So, um, also it being short, like that makes it easier for me. Like when I was in San Diego, I'd be out there like September, October, November, like one year I didn't go home between beginning of semester and Christmas. So I really was like out there for three months, no break. Um, and last winter here, I was here um, half of January, so into February, March, April. I don't think I went home until April when we had like spring, when we had spring break. So um, that was really, really um, busy. Or I, no, I went home for Darian's birthday, but yeah, so about three months. Um, so yeah, just, a li- oh yeah, Darian's birthday, maybe it was over spring break. Maybe that's why I went home anyway doesn't matter no spring break was like two weeks before class okay I'm getting distracted but like I didn't even go home for Easter so like I've been away from home like three months at a time now a couple times and like in San Diego yeah that was more stressful for me because it was really far away and here I can pop home a lot but like I've been away from home for three months at a time so like I know I can do it um so but so I'm really excited um terrified because I've actually spoiler um secret I've actually never been out of the country, except I think I was in Canada once when I was a child, but, like, that was before I think you even needed a passport. Like, we just drove over the border, (laughs) and I didn't even get to go see Niagara Falls. My sister did, and my dad, I remember them leaving. It's an early memory of mine where I remember them, like, getting up in the hotel. He was like, come on, Shannon, let's go. Like, I was sleeping because I was a child. I don't know if it was early morning or late at night. I don't know which one or, like, nap time, but, like, vaguely remember that. It was when we went to go see... 
my uncle and aunt and cousins in Michigan because that's where they live I believe I know that's where they live I believe that's why we were over there so like we were on the Canada side for a hot second um but I think at least I'm pretty sure but so I haven't been like out of the country like I've never been to Europe and like I don't think I've actually told like mm, any I think Megan knows that um like my other friends though that like know that I'm going abroad I'm not sure I've told them that I've never been to Europe like they might be like oh yeah you're going to Europe like so fun you'll be there for three months like I've never been to Europe I've never been out of the country unless you count Canada one time when I was too young to really remember so um but I have had my passport for years because when I was in San Diego, I was like, I should get it. Like in case for some reason, like I have to go to Mexico or something. You never fucking know. I was right by the border. So, and just for flying and stuff, like sometimes it's good to have like a second form of identification. So I've had my passport for years, but I haven't gone anywhere with it. But so I'm excited. I'm going to start getting stamps in my passport. And obviously while I'm there, like I want to visit other places because you're like close by to a lot of things. So, like I want to go to Greece. Um probably want to go to Paris you know gotta hit that up and I want to go to Sicily and Venice I think those are like the places I want to go while I'm there um so shit what was I saying where was I my thoughts my brain my brain's going places today um what the fuck was I saying so those are the places I want to go oops um that is a reminder that I should should have set for later but so that's where I want to go while I'm out there oh that I've never yeah I've never been abroad but so oh wait why I chose Italy so you might know I'm part Italian my mom's half Italian so like my grandfather was full Italian and um I associate most with my Italian and my Irish background and it's because that's what we most that's what like my backgrounds the biggest backgrounds of mine are but also because my mom is like half Italian so she like had a lot of Italian recipes passed down so um lots of Italian food and stuff and like Italian traditions and because we're like Roman Catholics like lots of like the church stuff falls into the Italian stuff and my dad is also Catholic and he's Irish so like come into play but like Roman Catholic you know we come straight from Rome wait Roman Catholic straight from Rome right because the Vatican is in Rome okay anyway so I'm going to the heartland Rome um because I want to I want like I've always wanted to go to Italy I was like when else will I have a chance to live there for three months unless I'm like accepting a job in Italy which I don't think I'm gonna do because I don't want to be there but like maybe if I was in some position or doing something where I could be abroad for like a month or something or a couple months but otherwise like when else am I kind of guaranteed a chance to just go abroad and live there for three months like with a start date and an end date and not have to worry about like how long am I gonna be here bloody daddy dada I don't know like three months so, um, that's why I chose Rome. Otherwise, I was going to do Rome as, like, my post-bar exam trip. I still might go back to Europe for that. I don't know. It depends on the financial situation at the time. But right now, I'm doing that. And also because it's not like it's just a vacation there then. So, it's not, like, extra money I'm spending. Like, I'm spending what I would have spent to live in New York here. So, that kind of leads me to, like, get into how I'm preparing. So how I am preparing. The first thing I did is that I decided I was not going to sign another lease in New York until I'm back from Rome. Why, Erin? Why would you do that? Aren't you going to be homeless for a bit? Kind of, sort of. Um, I won't exactly be homeless because I have friends and I have a house in New Hampshire with a bedroom. So um, I will spend most of my time between my lease and going to Rome 
in New Hampshire. But I do have a summer internship, right? Don't you have a summer internship, Erin? What are you going to do? How are you going to keep doing that? So my summer internship is hybrid. So, um, and we didn't discuss an end date. So I do need to discuss that with my boss, but I will be staying with either a friend in the city. I've had an offer though. Lorelai can't, uh, she'd rather Lorelai not stay there. So I don't know if I'm going to do that. Or I can stay with my family on Long Island and do the ridiculous commute for like the three days that I come in because it's hybrid. So I'm just in the office three days a week. So I think I'm going to do, so I'm planning to do that the first two weeks of August, whether I'm staying in the city with a friend or Long Island doing the crazy commute or like staying on Long Island with like my cousin, she has a spare bedroom and then like doing, um, and just like commute, live, staying here for the three days, whether I leave Lorelai on Long Island or I'm staying with a friend here that, um, would let her be here so I'm not exactly sure yet there's also the possibility that I like go to New Hampshire and just come in like for the three days a week and stay with my friend here um you know so there's options there are many options out there um and we're trying to figure it out but at this moment um I'm not exactly positive where I'm staying but I do have the offer from one of my friends at least that I can stay with her if like nothing else pans out and I have to like leave I have to bring Lorelai to New Hampshire or something which I don't want to do because I don't want to be away from her from two for two weeks but like we'll see I mean I talk to some other people we're gonna figure it out you know that's stressing me out but that's okay that's okay that's okay not so but so the back to what I was saying though so the first thing I'm doing to prepare is that I decided I'm not signing a lease in New York why you may ask um one I didn't want to like have to I I'm gonna be honest I don't necessarily have the money to pay a new deposit right now like I just got my deposit back so like I could have and I'm making money now so I could like pay rent but I didn't really have a lot of money saved up so instead of stressing about that and then also being like okay well now I have to find someone to sublease my place in the fall because I can't pay rent in Rome and in New York they're both very expensive New York is more expensive than Rome but like Rome is still pretty expensive to live like because it's a city and it's a a tourist city um in Italy so it is expensive to live there so I know I can't afford to pay rent in both cities so I wasn't going to do that so I would have had to sublease my place and I was like you know what the rent I've been wanting to get off of the summer rental market because it's horrendous. It's the most expensive time of the year. It's like a crazy like bidding war on apartments because like everybody's moving into the city, whether they just graduated, so they're moving here to work or they um, or they're moving here like to go to school for like the fall. So like they're looking for a July or August start dates so, like everybody's moving in and out of the city. Um, and also the people like leaving school, like they graduated, so maybe they're leaving the city, but so like, there's just so much going on in the summer, but like a lot of people coming in. Um, so it's like a crazy rental market and it does stress me out. It stressed me out when we were looking last summer. I do wish we had found a different place last summer though, because then maybe we would have just like re-signed this year, but Megan and I definitely didn't want to stay here this year. So, um, I decided I wasn't going to sign a new lease. And because if I'd signed a new one, like it would have been with Megan and she didn't necessarily want to live with like a stranger that I subleased to. Like we discussed it as like an option, but I was like, I'd really rather not, like I'd rather not sign one, but like if I, I need to and I need to sublease it, I can. Um, and at the time Megan really wanted to live alone and she like still kind of does, but like it's too expensive because again, summer market um, is insane. So she had a friend very sweet girl I've met her before whose roommate was moving out 
so they were like looking for a place together but Megan's just gonna move into her place is what they decided on but so um so it's the end of the era of Megan and I living together but um it's good run and you never know we might end up living together again but at least not for the next year um but so anyway so I decided it just was better like financially I can save some money now because I'll be working still a bit into August um and I might because my job is hybrid I might see if they have any like work they still want me to keep doing remote once I do like need to go to New Hampshire because like I've kind of outlived my stay of staying at people's houses here um I might see if they have any remote work they still want me to do for them since the pair our paralegal is completely remote and like it's good for me to be in the office because I'm learning and seeing things I can be like their hands-on help but like there are a lot of things that they can have me do that I don't need to be in the office for so like I'm gonna talk to them about that see if I can work for them through like um mid-September before I go to Rome um to make some extra money even if it's not full-time if they've got like some part-time research or something they want me to do so um but shit where was I going with that oh but so I can save some money because like I just got my security deposit back so um that is going straight to my credit card because I did rack up a pretty hefty credit card bill this past semester because like I ran out of savings and I was like stressed so I was like getting my because you guys know I talked about how it was like my busiest semester yet with the clinic and everything so I was like always sending my laundry out to get done I stopped going to do it myself and I was getting a lot of takeout and like easy like meals that were like more expensive because they were like mostly prepped but like lots of takeout um and like I was at school like all day a lot of the time so I was getting takeout then because like I need to eat um and you know sometimes I forget to eat because when I take my ADHD meds I'm not hungry um but I have to eat because otherwise I get grumpy and then my ADHD meds hit too hard and I feel like I'm going crazy anyway so I racked up a pretty hefty credit card bill I'm not gonna lie to you guys I like to be financially transparent um so my security deposit I got back um because our other roommates friends so grace's two friends are actually going to move in and take our rooms that wasn't the plan at first but that's what ended up working out to ended up working out to work for them you know that was a weird way to say that but so um i got my security deposit back a whole month earlier than i thought it would be i thought it was gonna get back until at least mid-august or like end of august you know they do the inspection and stuff but like i got the whole thing back now since they're just taking over so they're not gonna come through and like inspect and stuff so like that was really cool so that's going straight towards my credit card because I'm trying to pay off as much as my credit card of like as I can before I go so I've got like a lot of credit open again so when I'm in Europe because I'm pretty sure my credit card that I have said no international fees I need to double check it is a MasterCard it's the Amtrak one um but I'm trying to get a travel credit card but I think because <laughs> that credit card is a bit high on the debt load at the moment um, and I've got three like accounts open and my income isn't that high because I'm simply a summer intern. Um, my dad was telling me it's probably because I have too many accounts open. Like, so I got denied for the travel card that I did apply for. Um, but so he told me that I should try to close one of them and I'm paying that off. But either way, I do have a card that I think I'm pretty sure it has no international fees. My Discover card might too. I have to double check. But I've got like, I don't really use my Discover card. So that's wide open. Like if I need to put things on there, I can like my Airbnb and stuff. If I do an Airbnb... Um, but I want to get my other credit card paid down, paid down as much as I can go before I, as much as I can before I go. So I have plenty of credit open, you know, you never know what's going to happen. I'm going to be abroad. Um, so it's just good to have as much like credit available to me as possible in case like something goes awry. My Airbnb was a scam. I need to like stay in a hotel for a bit. Um, 
So that's one of the ways I'm preparing too is paying down my credit card. But so my security deposit is going right to that. I was gonna put it aside for like a security deposit for when I come back in the winter, but I decided like when I'm back in January, but um, I've also been putting money away in my savings every week. So I'm putting like 200 from each of my paychecks into my savings. So I'll have money there that I can use for a deposit. And also, I mean, I take out like the max like living expense allowance or whatever in a loan this semester. So I'll put some of, and because I'm only paying for three months of rent because that's as long as I'll be in Rome. I mean, I put some of that aside for like security deposit and first month's rent in January since I won't get my like January loan until... Um, like classes are starting like in late January so that's my plan there to put some aside there and keep some and then like have my money in my savings that I've been putting aside um, as backup as well so I'm trying to get the credit card paid down so I was like I'm just gonna put all of this from my security deposit um, on the credit card to help with that so I've got more credit available to me again because I've got a good amount but like I said you never know emergencies I'm abroad I want a family there so it's good to just you know have like different avenues of like paying for things and having um money so we're working on our savings so we've got like cash in case we need to get some cash out for something and then we've got our um credit card that we're making sure I have one with no international fees um like international transaction fees so that's one of the ways I'm preparing I'm making sure I have like credit card I might also open up there are certain bank accounts that um like checking accounts that you can get that are like no international fees one of them, I think, is one of the credit cards I want. Is it Chase or City? Which one? No, Capital One. Capital One has a, like, travel checking account or something where that also has no fees. And the Capital One travel card is the one that I really want. Um, but I've also heard that it's easier to get a credit card. I read somewhere when I was looking at, like, the different travel cards, it's easier to get a credit card with a bank if you already have an account with them, like a debit account or a, like, a checking account or a savings account. So I might do the Capital One, um, travel checking account and then maybe try to get the credit card at a different point because I'm going to be, like, flying and taking trains and stuff. So, like, I'd like to have a travel card so I'm getting, like, extra points that I can use the points. Um, I was also thinking about maybe trying to get one of the airline cards if I know which airline I want to fly because they usually have like an opening bonus. So like if you spend however much in the first however many months, first month, first three months, then you get like a big bonus. So I could even use that for like a plane ticket to go to or from Rome. But um, anyway, so financially we are preparing um, and part of that is the not signing a new lease. So I'm not paying rent in August. I'm not paying rent most of September. Just the last week of September is when I'll likely start. But I also might just do like a rental like October through December and like just stay in a hotel the first week that I'm in Rome. Um, and that way too, like if something goes awry with the Airbnb, like I can, I have a hotel where my stuff is. So I have somewhere to stay. So I'm not like in a panic of, oh my God, where am I going to stay? This is a scam. This is fake. And because if I do it on Airbnb, like I know that like my money is safe because they like have a guarantee or whatever. They have systems in place and I'll use my credit cards. My like bank can fight it if I have an issue. Um, but so I'm thinking that maybe even I'll do a hotel also because if I don't have a place set up to do my visa, I do need an address and you can use like the hotel address of where you're going to be when you get there. Um, so that leads me to visa. So I set up my visa appointment. I didn't realize you need to make an appointment. So I was stressed that I wasn't going to be able to get one, but I was like, technically like I could be there for less than 90 days if I like come out 
write like and leave where it would be exactly like the 90 day mark but I was like that's a little stressful and if I decide I want some type of job while I'm there like I don't know if you could work if you're not on a visa but with the student visa you can work um so I made my visa appointment at the New York consulate I believe it's the first week of August so I've got to do all the I've got to get all the things ready for that and one of those is having an address so that's why if I don't have like a place booked and figured out by then I'm gonna just book a hotel for the day I'm planning to go out and I also have to have my plane tickets purchased I believe so um I'll have all so I'll do all that and then um, I'll have the stuff that I need to get my visa because it can take a couple weeks to process. So if I'm going out mid-September, it's good for me to get that done beginning of August. Then I'll get like the visa, the papers, the documents I need to go. Um, so that's one of the things I'm doing. So that's on my to-do list. Um, next thing, I simply made a like running to-do list of the things I need to do on, in my planner of like what I need to do this month. There's like things I need to do for like go abroad and then I'll put like little things each day that I need to do. Um, next thing I need to make Lorelai, I'm looking into the rules with like dogs and like what I need to do to prepare Lorelai so she can go with me. I, from what I found, it just seems like she needs like a rabies vaccine. Like that's what she needs to be up to date on, but she has another vaccine she's due for, so we're going to get that, but she is up to date on rabies. So I need to make sure I have that paperwork though and everything that I need from the vet. So I'm going to probably just bring all of her vet records. So any vaccine that they might question or like, is she healthy? I'm just gonna bring it all with me I'll have it printed out I'll have it on my computer I'll have it on my phone so I don't have to worry about any issues with her the other um thing with Lorelai with vet appointment I'm gonna get her she's such a good traveler like she just sleeps when we're on the train in the car she's very happy in her carrier but like since it is like the and the flight will be longer than being on a train but not even so that um, but because of like the air pressure change and stuff, I don't want her freaked out. So I am going to get something from the vet to like make her a little sleepy on the plane. So we don't have to worry about like her being like stressed and agitated because of the pressure changes. I mean, I get something to help her like sleep and relax. I also <laughs> will be asking my psychiatrist to give me something to help me sleep on the plane because I am terrified of flying so like I like to take something that I'm like sleepy before I get on so the second I get on Lorelai and I knock right out man um if you guys have any tips for flying with an animal though please let me know um and one other thing that I'm toying with that I've toyed with before because flying gives me immense anxiety I have and because Lorelai is easily trainable I have thought about um training her to do some like tasks for anxiety so like she can be a psychiatric service dog because she's very well behaved like she's very good in group settings so I'm not concerned about that like I know if she needs to like pass some tests for something like that like she'd be well behaved she wouldn't get kicked off plane because of that specifically I want her to be a psychiatric service dog for me because like her just sitting on my lap is calming for me but like that's not enough she needs to be trained to do a task so I'm looking into tasks that she can do that can help me be less anxious on the plane. And like if I have a panic attack, teaching her to do things, whether that's like teaching her, I kind of want to teach her like give me a hug because like, you know, like pressure can like help if you're anxious and um, like even like the effect of like petting a dog is good. But like, so I want to teach her some anxiety tasks. Maybe she could even like do some ADHD focused tasks, but specifically because flying makes me anxious. It's not like I... 
need her to be like a service dog to be everywhere but like if she could be with me on the plane and not be in her carrier like literally be on my lap and like hugging me like that would be best because I don't do well flying and I will be flying alone across the ocean and that terrifies me and it makes me very anxious so though I said I'm way less anxious than I used to be flying anxiety is not something we have overcome so um if anybody has any tricks or tips or has any recommendations of like a trainer I could use either in New York or when I'm back in New Hampshire, so southern New Hampshire, um, that could like help me with training her to do some things. That would be great. And I would definitely like put money into that because if I don't have her trained to do something that I'm going to have to be paying for her to fly. So either way, I'm going to be putting money into bringing Lorelai with me and I'd rather it be in a way that she can actually like really help me by being with me on the plane um so if you guys have any recommendations of like trainers for that because I'm not like I'm not a scammy person I'm not gonna like bring her on the plane and pretend that she's like a trained service dog if I don't have her trained to do anything whether I train her to do something myself or I get someone to train her like I'm not gonna I'm not gonna do that on a plane um you know that's like messed up and if there is an actual service dog you know and like something like happened like you know god forbid but so um, I would never, like, scam Lorelai onto the plane. I do wish, like, emotional support animals were still allowed on a plane without having to pay and they were allowed to, like, sit on your lap and stuff because, like, that is what makes me less anxious, just having her with me on my lap. But um, if I need to train her, that's... I'll, I'll task train her to do things to help me then. Um, and then it would be more beneficial anyway. But so if anybody has any tips or tricks or recommendations of trainers in the New York or Southern New Hampshire area or Northern Massachusetts, I guess then, like in the Lowell, like Tewksbury, Tingsboro region, um, I would love that. So thank you guys. Let me know about that. What else am I doing to prepare? Oh, I made some Prime Day purchases. I know we don't love capitalism. We don't love Daddy Bezos, but I am at a point in my life where, as I said, I am not rich. I do have student loan debt. I do have credit card debt. So we are not at a point where we can just like spend crazy amounts of money on like small brands and stuff to buy things. So Prime Day is something as a student, as a law, broke law student in New York City that I, I did. I did need to put money into because I needed new luggage. I had a big set of luggage that I used when I went out to San Diego. Slowly they have broken one by one. Um, it was a set of three. So I needed new luggage to go abroad and I wanted to get... Um, like hard cover before I had soft cover, but I do have one hard shell suitcase that I've been using that's a small one that I like stole from my family. It's technically my dad's, I think. He bought it for my sister, but she didn't want it, so we bought her a different one, and he was using it. My mom's used it. We've all used it, but I like stole it and like kept it for myself a bit ago. So um, I'm gonna return that, and I like returned that to my family, and I got myself new um, hard-sided luggage. It's yellow. I'm really excited. It's pretty, and it has locks on it that are like TSA compatible because it's like you can open it like the TSA I guess has like a specific key that they can use to open luggage which I'm thinking now is kind of concerning that like what if somebody got a hold of that and made a copy and then they could steal from people's luggage anyway but it makes it feel a little more secure at least you know so it's got like TSA compliant locks on it um so hopefully things don't get stolen then but if TSA needs to get into it they don't need to like break the lock they can get into it so um I did that I also bought compression packing cubes because I'm an overpacker and I don't want to overstuff the big suitcase. So I got a set of two suitcases. One of them's 28 or 29 inches and the other one's 20 or 21. Um, and I don't want to overstuff the big one because then it'll be too heavy. But with the small one, definitely the compression packing cubes. 
would be great. So I can like stuff more things into that because as much as I stuff that, you can't make like a tiny little suitcase overweight. Like it's only, can only hold so much. Unless I'm like putting bricks in it or like sand, like it would have to be so dense. So I got compression packing cubes though. So I can fit more things in. So you put things in the packing cube and then you like zip it up and it compresses it. So um, I did that. I got, what, did I get anything else for traveling? Um, I think, oh, and the other thing I got is I got a Kindle because I'm trying to get back into my reading era and I like to have different books with me and, um, I might return the Kindle, you know, I haven't decided. I'm gonna try it out, I think. But, um, I don't want to, like, be wasting room in my suitcases or, like, my tote bag or backpack going abroad with books and, like, the Kindle's so lightweight and, like, won't take up a lot of space then I still have the ability to read books if I want but not, like, worrying about, like, lugging a bunch of heavy books around with me. So that's what I'm doing to prepare. I'm trying to think if there's anything else I'm doing, but I think, oh, and I got back on Duolingo. I'm back to doing my daily Duolingo challenges. And my friend, it was funny because like I started it like a couple days before, like last week. And then a couple days later, my friend was like, by the way, I started doing, um, I'm back on Duolingo Spanish. And I was like, I literally started back on Italian Duolingo a couple days ago. So yesterday he was like, you still, you still have a streak? And I was like, well, like I used the freeze, but like technically yes. So like cheating, but yes. But so I'm back on Duolingo. I'm trying to do it every day because I'm trying to, you know, get my Italian little better. Took Italian for three semesters in college, but you know, it's been a while. And I was never great at speaking it. I was really good at reading it and understanding it and decent at writing it. But speaking never came easy to me. So I'm excited to like learn it again. Like I'm refreshing my memory here. And then to be back around people and to be around people like in Italy speaking Italian so hopefully I can actually learn to like speak it well um by trying to like speak with people that speak fluently so I'm very excited okay this it's been 50 minutes so this is gonna be the episode it's been long and also it's like supposed to be a really cool sunset tonight it's Manhattan Henge oh so this will be my hang on hang on hang on hang on that's it for Rome um let's do a little ending segment okay Okay, ending segment. Um, I'm actually starving, I didn't realize, but my stomach literally just like gurgled and growled, so I need to like eat something when I go for a walk with Lorelai. But anyway, um, tip of something fun to do in New York City, Manhattan Henge. Um, I don't know the exact dates except today and tomorrow, so Wednesday the 12th and tomorrow the 13th. Excuse me, but um, it's that the sunset like lines up with the streets with certain streets so you can see like the sunset like you can see the sun perfectly between the buildings which is really cool I saw it last year and like it didn't blow my mind but it was it was like pretty cool so um so I gotta get going I'm going to see Manhattan Henge with Lorelai so that's what it's called so if you're gonna be in New York this summer um whether you live here or you're visiting look up if there'll be a day where Manhattan Henge is happening when you'll be in the city um New York City secret secret New York City or something was posting the days so you can look on there or just look up Manhattan Henge summer 2023 and you can find the dates of it and it'll tell you the streets that are good to see it at too um where like you can best see that it's like between the streets like where well because it's only the certain ones that it's in it's a little confusing I don't totally understand how you can see it between different streets this is getting confusing for me but so I'm going to see that so that's my fun tip for you to do in New York City this summer 
Um, but yeah, so I think I answered the questions that I got from Instagram about Rome. It was when are you going out and stuff? When are you going out? When are you going to Italy? Um, um, oh, will I be learning about the last thing? I didn't answer this. Let me just add it in. Will you be learning about Italian civil law focusing still on common law? Um, it's my understanding that it'll still be like common law focused, but I think we do learn a bit of Italian civil law, but we'll see. They have like different types of classes. We get to choose what classes we take. They teach like a bunch in English. So um, I don't actually completely know the answer to that. But okay. Bye. Oh, wait. Uh, don't forget to. You can follow on Instagram or TikTok me, Aaron.Lindsay13, or the podcast, Legally NYC Podcast, on Instagram and TikTok. You can also please like, subscribe, follow, leave a review. If you listen, please rate. Um, you can rate now on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. And please, if you listen on Apple Podcasts, please leave a review. Um, reviews are great. They make me feel good. And it helps to, it'll help me like later to be able to get more sponsors and stuff to keep doing this. So um, like next time I'm like reevaluating and what I'm doing. So yeah, but okay, like subscribe, follow. Let me know if you have any topics you want me to cover the rest of the summer. But okay, everybody have a beautiful week. Bye. Bye.